This week on Another Digital Citizen, we see our first vision of Eurovision 2024. To podcast or not to podcast? That is the real question, and we are in podcasting. Hello, my name is Fro. Welcome to another digital citizen with my co-host and the ground, the ground floor of this podcast. Uh, Luke is your name. I almost thought Bill. <laughs> I was like, uh, Bill, uh, no, Luke. <laughs> hi, bro. Hi, everybody. Well, you've been hanging out with Bill quite a bit because there's been so much wrestling news on that wrestling show this week. If anybody wants to go check out we that had, wrestling show. We have done three shows this week, so uh, yeah, I think that's uh, one of the reasons why I was like, oh, your name is Luke. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of wrestling news, and then you guys did your wrestling re- regular, you know, regularly scheduled yeah. programming as well. Um, we'll talk about the Vince McMahon stuff at the end of the show in the Jeremy round, mm-hmm. so people stick around for that if that's what you're interested in. I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast for wrestling news. Go, <laughs> go to that wrestling show. <laughs> Do that, yeah. Go to that wrestling show. We talk about wrestling-related things, yeah. Um, uh, this week we will talk about the results of the Royal Rumble and how fucking amazing the women's Royal match was this uh, year. Uh, the men's was okay, but the, the women's were probably the best so far. you got to think everything that's been happening kind of overshadowed or, or you know, put a damper on the festivities a bit, you would think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I had it back in my mind. And I was thinking about this. We were going to talk about Eurovision later as well. It's like the the Israel thing is also like... I feel, I feel the same way I do with Eurovision as I do with watching WWE in a way. That even though there are bad elements of it, I still like it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you look at it, I mean, we'll talk about it more later, but you look at those yeah. kind of things, and I think it's like the thing we talked about with Kanye many times, like, can you still enjoy Kanye's music now? Is right. that, like, is that, av- is that available, or do you just discontinue playing any Kanye song, or even if you hear it, you shut the radio off, or whatever, like... Yeah, or R. Kelly, or... Like if you uh, grew up with Michael the, Jackson, yeah. If you grew whatever. up with Michael Jackson's music, yeah. like your whole life, and like you went through trials and tribulations hearing this music, and like it reminds you of good times. Yeah. I don't know. Then, then it gets it. It gets into a weird, great, great place where, yeah, you have to kind of realize that people change. I guess. Yeah. 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 No. Also. <laughs> I was very in doubt of like, are we going to to go through Eurovision songs t- uh, this year? Because I don't know which uh, countries. Uh, that's, that a, will, that's a good point. Will, yeah, yeah. We'll say, hey, we will not be in it. I, in all honesty, right now, I think what will happen is that uh, Israel will be banned. 
Right now, I think there are too much pressure on the EBU, uh, if you ask me. I, I personally think so. I, I don't know what you think. I think it's going to take a, another like big major country, like a, like a France or a, a UK or you know some mm. major, like one of the big five to, to mm. call for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But mm. I don't know. We'll talk more about that in the Eurovision round also. We will. Anyway, let's talk about Trumpy Lump. Uh, did he have to pay some money this week? He did lose a lawsuit, uh, a defamation lawsuit by E. Jean Carroll. He was, she was awarded $8.3 million uh, in a stinging expensive yes, rebuke. Yeah, right? I'll take some of that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for his continued social media attacks on the longtime columnist over her claims that he sexually assaulted her, uh, mm. the award coupled with a $5 million sexual assault and defamation verdict last year from another jury. Uh, so this is the second time he lost to her for defamation. Mm-hmm. Uh, protesting vigorously, he he's going to appeal uh, the decision. Okay. So yeah, this yeah. could all be turned around, I guess. But what I saw is at least the the tactic they're going to use to try to get turn this uh, judgment over is that the judge was biased against Trump, and a lot of people mm. are saying that's there's a lot. It's really hard to prove that a judge is biased towards one person or against one person. I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I. I uh, uh, listened to some right-wing media this weekend. They were up in arms because Trump was not allowed to uh, testify that he was not guilty. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's up to the judge's discretion. And, like, yeah. that just happens in all trials. Like, people... the It's always the lawyer's on one side or the other, their job, literally their job mm-hmm. to try to get stuff thrown out that's going to incriminate or not incriminate somebody. That's like the lawyer's job to try to get that mm-hmm. stuff left out of the case. It's just part of the legal process. So for people mm-hmm. to get mad at that, it's like they're just getting mad at the legal process <laughs> They or yeah. they don't understand it, one or the other. And I, I, think, I think this is good. I mean, optically, I don't know uh, if people care i think uh, optically uh trump doesn't care so and t- to be honest i think he would uh, rather pay 83 million than uh, not be allowed to be in the race so there's that everything from the right wing that i've heard as far as how they feel about this case is that mm-hmm. they think that she uh lied for multiple yeah. different reasons and that yeah. they don't trust anything and that this is just another political hit job um, yeah. and that this woman has uh, had course court cases against other people for the same thing and that that's somehow evidence that um, she's lying in some way I guess I don't know it's yeah. uh, it's cope for sure I think yeah um, oh definitely and it, but it all comes back to, you know, the Russiagate stuff where mm-hmm. that was lied about. And so now anything that's said about Trump as far as um, 
trying to go after him legally is all yeah. just a witch hunt now. And he even said that. Trump said that this week. He said yeah. the word witch hunt. After yeah. the Russiagate stuff, they are always going to go back to that because that one was a, like was right. fake. Right. So that, It's almost yeah. like we fucking warned about that uh, thing when that was the case. And we said that's one of the reasons why we don't believe this. Right, and now it's you can't almost, go after him for any crime. It's almost like we said that. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's impossible to go after him for almost any crime because yeah. uh, they lied about the, the first one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you lied, it's a, it's a little like Wolf Wolf. <laughs> yeah, when the wolf really comes. I think there was always things to probably um, attack Trump for that weren't that and they chose to mm-hmm. not attack him on things like uh tax evasion and um money laundering schemes as far as his businesses and stuff go mm-hmm. they didn't ever attack him for that before because they were all doing the same thing so <laughs> yeah yeah well let's see if uh, somebody is crazy on the other side of the wing uh nancy pelosi is maybe a little bit crazy Speaking of Russia, Nancy Pelosi on yeah. Sunday suggested that some protesters <laughs> calling for the ceasefire of Gaza could be linked to Russia and urged the FBI of to course. investigate this. Yes, of course. Because the FBI that's why is we investigating. are against the war. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why we are against the war. It's because we are Russians, look. I, I don't We're know Russian spies, that. that's true. Yeah. Yes, yes. I didn't know that. I'm sure you didn't really know that either. Mm-hmm. That you were a Russian spy, but I guess we are. I do wake up all the time uh, wanting vodka, so it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that is. And <laughs> to wake up wanting vodka. Vodka and borscht. I don't know what it, why <laughs> that. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> and you have a, 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 a. What is the thing on their head they have? Yeah, what is that hat called? It's called a. Yeah, um, yeah I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, you have that. And I call my grandma Babushka all the time. Yes, uh, my grandma's yes. dead. Uh, in an interview with Dana Bash on CNN State of the Union, the former House Speaker said, without offering evidence, that she believed protesters were connected to Vladimir Putin. Yeah, uh, of course they are. This is the quote. For them to call for a ceasefire is Mr. Putin's message. Make no mistake, this is directly... What? Make no mistake, this is directly connected to what he would like to see. What? Same thing with Ukraine. It's about Putin's message. I think some of these protesters are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some, I mm-hmm. think, are connected to Russia. And I say mm-hmm. and I say that having looked at this for a long time, as you know. I don't know why she would... So you're saying you've been a Russia-phobe for a long time? Is that all you're saying? <laughs> I think she's... She's she's one of those people that goes on the toilet and she goes like, oh, let's see what <laughs> what people are saying. Oh my god, in, fuck, she crazy. When asked for clarification on whether she thought some anti-war protesters were plants by the Russian government, Pelosi mm-hmm. said, "I don't think they're plants. I think some financing should be investigated, and I want the FBI to investigate." What? That. She's saying that. <laughs> Anti-war protests are being funded by the Russians. 
anti anti Israeli war, uh, Gaza war. Uh, let me put this plainly: Russia is currently in a war with Ukraine. The reason we didn't really keep sending funding to Ukraine is because of the Israeli Gaza war. Why would yes. Russia want to stop that war for us to just send funding back to Ukraine? Right? Wouldn't uh, it be against Russian interests to not have right. th- that war continue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't even understand what her point is. Yeah, no. It's so, it's, it's so far-fetched. Well, well like... when she says, I've looked at this for a long time, as you know, I think she's just mm-hmm. referencing back to Russiagate. And saying, still going with that that is true and that, like, Russia was interfering in the election. And yeah. if you don't remember at the time, they were saying that Black Lives Matter was even yes. uh, funded by the Russian government. And yes. the, uh, remember the pipeline protests by the Native Americans? Those were also yes. funded by the Russians. Yes. So this is just the tactic yes. that they're using now to anybody who's anti-government or anti-corporate corporation yeah they're they're just russian plants now that's just the it's the go-to okay. tactic by the democrats hey hey russia if you want to buy this podcast uh, and make us like russian aid agents our email is another digital citizen at gmail.com <laughs> just do it we'll, we'll think about it i was a little confused because i watched the tv show this week that you watched last week uh that had mm-hmm. a performer named what well, Ch- uh, China. What was her name? China Kitty. Chinese. Yes, China Kitty. Yes. And in that first episode, she said, "I just got back from performing in Russia." Russia. Yeah, she did. And yeah. I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> How yeah. is that even possible?" Okay. Yeah. When was this yeah. filmed? When was this yeah. TV show filmed? I'm I'm amazed that I actually forgot about that when we were talking about that show. Yeah. Well, it was just a totally random one-off detail that, like, <laughs> she just was like, oh, I just got back from Russia, and it's like, mm. how? We're currently, <laughs> like, did you break international law to go there? Like, I don't understand. Well, I am sure she was high on marijuana, uh, because uh, the Democrats urged the Biden administration to deschedule marijuana. Do you know what? I think if he did that, he would win the election by a landslide. Uh, Yeah, I was thinking, I don't think they're doing saying this out of the goodness of their heart. No. I'm feeling that they feel like Biden is is a sinking ship and they need to like do something. So Senate, Senate Democrats are putting a new pressure on Biden to ease federal restrictions on marijuana in a new letter to the DEA on Tuesday as it considers rescheduling cannabis. The Department of Health and Human Services formally recommended in August that they move it off Schedule 1 to Schedule 2, which we talked about. But this Mm -hmm. letter from 12 senators, including Elizabeth Warren, John Fetterman, and Chuck Schumer, of all people, so that's like the highest Democrat out there, practically, uh... It says the case for removing marijuana from Schedule 1 is overwhelming. DEA should do so by removing cannabis from the CSA altogether rather than simply placing it in a lower schedule, the letter reads. Hmm. Rescheduling the drug or removing it entirely would have significant implications for the marijuana industry, some of whom consume, uh, oh, and some users who consume it for medical purposes. Hmm. Um, yeah, they don't, 
I mean, they don't really make a point here that, like, it's going to help him. Uh, oh, wait. It says here uh, they they ordered in October 20 sec, uh, 2022 the use uh, as a campaign issue in the ballot box last November, according to five sources with knowledge of the information. So that's why they did it last time. So, the mm. you know, obviously that would be a good reason to do it this time. Mm-hmm. Biden is not, I don't think, very pro marijuana though. In re- like, no, I think. W- but would he do that just for political? Would he go against his own personal beliefs to to have a, a political uh, win? Yeah, sadly, I don't think so. I sadly think that he would not do it. I I think it would be an optical, very very smart thing to do, but. Uh, I don't think he would. Um, he seems like a very hardcore anti-drug guy. I, I think he's uh, a little like in in the satanic sat- sat- panic era of uh, marijuana thinking, almost. Uh, yeah, he. I mean, he was the one that brought forward the crack house laws in the exactly. late nineties. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, he's. I mean, historically, he's very anti any kind of drug. Mm. Yeah, I would say Reagan era. Yeah, satanic panic kind of mindset, right? And I don't know that he's gotten out of that mindset, but people would argue, oh well, look at what happened last year. So mm-hmm. I, I guess I don't know. It's hard to tell now. I have a feeling if he's pushed hard enough and he realizes that it's going to help him, maybe he'll do it. Mm. Um, but it'll be a giant store if he does, and people. Will, some people are going to get mad, but even the Republicans at this point, even corporate Republicans, are for legalizing marijuana because they realize they can make mm. money off of it. So, mm. yeah. Well, uh, do you think San Francisco 49ers or Kansas City Chiefs will win this year's Super Bowl look? It's a good question, right? Um, I don't really care, but I'm going to go San Francisco because... They're closest to me in Oregon, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I will go with Kansas City Chiefs because I believe that uh, it's uh, they they will win. So uh, Taylor Swift can endorse uh, Biden. That is uh, what I believe. Well, that, you and a lot of right wingers apparently. Uh, yeah. Taylor Swift has shattered virtually every <laughs> major music record. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's living her best life with her boyfriend, Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, who the, that whole scandal was like our number two biggest scandal of the year last year, mm-hmm. and it's continuing. Mm-hmm. For months mm-hmm. now, uh, people have been fuming over everything and anything Swift-related, her popularity and success, and her relationship with the NFL uh, has led to uh, the chief... Oh has led to the now the Chiefs winning the AFC Championships on Sunday, punching the team's ticket to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, former presidential candidate and uh, MAGA blowhard Vivek Ramaswamy tweeted on Monday that he wondered who's going to the Super Bowl next, next month, adding, I wonder if there's a major presidential endorsement coming from an artificially culturally propped up couple this fall. Just some wild <laughs> speculation over here. Let's see how... It ages over the next few months, eight months. Mm. Um, yeah, because I, I I know she's the halftime show. Oh, no, she isn't. 
She she is going to be there talking a lot uh, during this. No, she's not. Um, I, I think she'll be there at least in the stands. She'll be there. Yes, I'm not saying she's not going to be there, but it's like, what the fuck is she going to do? Here's the weird part. So, like, so what they like think? She's going to do anything. What the right wing thinks is they um, rigged or somehow caused the Chiefs to win specifically so mm-hmm. that. She could be at this game so that at some point it, it, it'll gain influence. I don't think she really needs more influence. It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> but that will somehow make it so that even people who like football will now listen to yes. her in, instead of just uh, young women and women who listen to her. Now football people are going to listen to her yes. and vote the oh, way yes. she wants them to. That's the way they uh-huh. think, I guess. In my mind, it's like, I still think it's very good possibility that it was rigged. I don't think yes. it has anything to do with politics. I think it no. has to do with money. And that they know I, that yeah. if, she, if the Chiefs win and she's there, and they're going to have t- way more eyes than they would have had on the Super Bowl, and it's going to make them way more money in ad dollars yeah. and way more money in uh, jersey sales and everything else. So do I think the NFL would rig it for the Chiefs to win? Yeah, but I don't think yeah, it has to do to. with endorsing <laughs> yeah. Biden. No. Right. I agree. I'm looking forward to seeing it next week uh, with you. But, uh, yeah. I uh, I don't really think uh, uh, the Chiefs will win because of uh, Taylor Swift. I think the Chiefs will win because they are a better team. But, uh <laughs> that's that's me personally. I have no idea because I don't know any. I haven't watched any <coughs> games, so I don't know what team is better or whatever. I'm assuming both these teams are fairly good because they're at the Super Bowl. But like I said, I I do believe that the NFL had a there was a not a need, but there was a an ability to look at the situation and go, hey, if we have these guys do well, sure. yeah, yeah. we're going to make more money. Um, and I don't think I, there's any more looking into it than that. More, you know? No, I yeah. totally agree. Hey, look, guess what? I saw the best show in the world because you know how I love cars and things like that? Uh, right? Yeah, your favorite. You love yeah. seeing cars and racing cars and <laughs> Jay Leno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things. I saw NASCAR full speed this week. Why the fuck did I watch this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even I wouldn't have even watched this. <laughs> it's a documentary on Netflix about NASCAR. Isn't that exciting? There was a show last year about that was like a reality show about NASCAR, but this is a documentary, okay? Yeah. It's, uh, I really don't know. I, I, I saw one episode and I was like, eh, do I have to watch two? <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, no, instead of, uh, instead of turning the second episode off, I actually had it in the background and made the, actually a home, uh, made bread instead, so. Okay. Uh, I saw the Impact New York on VH1, which you saw last week. So good. Um, you were like, why have you not heard of any of these people? Well, neither of us are on Instagram, and they're only famous on Instagram. That's why. Yes. Uh, 
their Instagram models. They say mm-hmm. in this, oh, I'm an I'm a rapper and an actress, but really they're all famous from Instagram because that's where mm-hmm. the, all their followers are. None of them go, oh, I'm really famous on TikTok or this or that. Like you never, like you would, they would be filming them doing TikToks if they were on TikTok. <laughs> like that's yes. something unavoidable, and they would show it because it's trendy. Also, um, mm. some of them are bigger or more famous than others. There's the one uh, Hispanic lady who's like, she lives in just a regular ass apartment, and then there's yeah. the other lady who is like multi-mega famous she's living yeah. in this like multi tens of millions of dollar apartment in in downtown new york so mm-hmm. there is a difference in like the types of characters but they're all going for like the same kind of instagram fame right yeah mm-hmm. um i've i actually have seen the hispanic ladies uh tiktoks before really uh right. she's I don't know why, just randomly, but I definitely recognize the husband. Uh, they do really bad, <laughs> cringy like relationship, like uh, reels and TikToks and, and YouTube shorts. So mm-hmm. I've seen, I probably where I've seen them is YouTube shorts, is my guess. Okay, right? yeah. Okay. Um, but I wouldn't have ever remembered them. The whole show itself is just what? Uh, it's it, terrible. Well, it's it's just the same kind of format as uh, the Wives Club. Uh, blank or blank wives yeah. club like it's the same style show as wives club mm-hmm. but it's not they're not wives they're just instagram models um but it's even worse yeah yeah as far as those shows go like they're production wise it was exactly the same so i'd mm-hmm. probably give the whole thing what like a 3.5 oh we were nice um I forgot to give the NASCAR uh, show a grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will give it a two. Okay. <laughs> a two, 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 two. Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, this one goes, I've seen worse versions of this. There was Dubai, uh, the Housewives of Dubai or whatever, so, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I just didn't care. Like, I, I saw the second episode this week, and I was like, it's so fucking boring. Yeah. Um... Something I'm pretty sure that you have not seen because it's on from BBC Three is called Dom Domino Day Domino Day. Okay, and uh, she's a witch, um, and uh, she has to feed uh, on humans to survive. Oh, not pizza. So not Domino's Pizza. Okay, it's different. No, okay, it's Domino Domino like Domino. Okay, yes. Uh, and uh, she has to find answers of uh, her dark secret and her afflictions, and uh, it's pretty good. I'm I'm actually pretty surprised of how much I liked it from uh, a point of view that I have never like seen anything about this before. I more like more or less like jumped into it, and I was like, wow. That seemed interesting. You hate superhero things, so you will not be interested, but I'm going to give it a 5.5. I think uh, the actress that plays uh, Domino is really, really, really good. Uh, And some of the special effects are pretty cool. All right, and who plays the Noid? (laughs) Um... (laughs) 
Let's see, I saw something on Freeform. Uh, did you see Chrissy and Dave dine out? I did. It says Chrissy Teigen and some guy named... Some chef that I've definitely seen I've in seen things. him in some things. Right? Yeah. I, I feel like I've seen him interviewed in things as like, oh, this is this like famous chef guy. Right. I almost yeah. want to say I, he was on Rogan or something. Also, who, I think who he might be a else? Rogan guy. I think he might be. Okay. David yeah. Chang is his name. Um, yes. And basically, David goes and interviews a chef at a restaurant each episode, mm-hmm. and then Chrissy Teigen eats at that restaurant with like a couple mm-hmm. of her famous friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a both a restaurant. And she never review. talks about John Legend whatsoever. Right. Mm-hmm. She every episode that well, it most of the time is brought up by the people she's with more than her. So I'll give her that credit, but it's always like, uh, where's uh, how's John doing or what's going on with yeah, John? Yeah, 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 there's always yeah. something about it because um, e- each episode, episode is a different different person she's having dinner with yeah. so that stuff's gonna keep coming up over and over again right because yes. they're different conversations um yeah it, she like like i was saying she then has dinner with these people at the restaurant and we watch them having mm-hmm. a discussion about just celebrity their lives and she's always talking about how she's having a baby currently in the show so mm. uh yeah it's not much of a show to be honest no. it feels like they sat it's down when they were having dinner, and they were like, yeah. hey, we could make this a show. And yeah. the per, the producer or whoever they were having dinner with was like, what? And they're like, this. Us having dinner right now. <laughs> us sitting here right now. Right now, this is the show. Yeah. We're, we could just yeah. have a camera here, and that would be the show. And that, mm-hmm. that's not a show. I'm sorry to tell you. That's just you having dinner, and then you filmed it. <laughs> I know yeah, you think you're super interesting, and that everybody will just find that interesting because <laughs> you think you're interesting. But yes, it's very, it's very uh, what I call like it's very endearing to yourself. It's self-centered. It's just, totally yeah. narcissistic in a way. Yeah, totally. Yes. That you just think, oh, you, we can just <laughs> film us having dinner, and we are mm-hmm. so special and so mm-hmm. above everybody that us just having a discussion about like. Uh, I don't even know the most mundane shit about changing our kids' diapers or something. That's mm-hmm. going to be interesting just because we're celebrities, right? I hate that, mm-hmm. but you know that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was super boring. I uh, gave it a two. Yeah, I'd give this a yeah a two. I agree with you there. Like the production of it also was just kind of lazy. Like they didn't oh, even so go in lazy. with real questions. At one yeah. point, I feel like in the first episode, the David Chang guy in- completely insulted the chef at one point mm-hmm. and then had to come out and go to Jimmy Kimmel. Hey, I said this to him and I think I offended him. What do you think? And then mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel backs him up, backs up the thing that was offensive. It was like, oh, my God, you guys are just offending yeah. this guy now. But he can't say anything because he's on camera. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Yeah. So fucking weird. It was awkward. Um... I saw a series called Wolf Warrior. Uh, this is on VR Play. Uh, it's a Norwegian uh, documentary. Okay. About uh, wolf hunting season in um, Norway and Sweden, and how 
uh, hunters and activists and police um, is in this deep force of uh, between Norway and Sweden and how they uh, view uh, the different views of how, what the do- wolf does uh, and things like that. Super fucking interesting. One of the most interesting documentaries I have seen in quite a while. Uh, I usually don't watch Norwegian documentaries, but it was also like two episodes, so it was super easy to watch. And so incredibly interesting. So many people with very, very strong views. Mm-hmm. And and it's such a thing that is very like hot in Norway. So, yeah. I loved it. I will actually give it a 9.5 and say it's one of the best documentary things I have ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I saw Super Hot uh, on Hulu. Mm-hmm. I watched a few episodes of this. It's definitely not something that I need to see the whole thing because I've right. been following a lot of these YouTube creators um, for a while. Uh, That's more or less what I said last week. That I think this is for like people that have no idea who these people are. It like felt me. dumbed down almost yeah. to a point where like there are other people in the scene that like maybe are even more important, but they act like some of these people are like the most important. And then there's this one mm-hmm. person they have in there that's like the newbie they're following around, who like mm-hmm. she only has what like twenty thousand, thirty thousand. Followers or something like that. Where... Yeah, and they follow that guy with a very nice beard and and um, Johnny Scoville mustache, which yeah. they kind of suck his dick like super hard in this. When it's like he's not <laughs> like he's a, he's really big in the scene and everything, but he's already yeah. got a big head. You don't need to like do yeah. like yeah. now he's just gonna have the biggest head ever. I mean, I I like his stuff. I've been I followed him for like a long ass time, so yeah. it's good to see him get like a uh, you know some recognition on like a mainstream instead of just YouTube recognition. Mm-hmm. But making him, like, the messiah, like, the godsend of all peppers, is like, <laughs> that was just a little over-the-top to me. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's the guy, but they went a little over-the-top. It was still good. Mm-hmm. The only problem I had was uh, the Ben Schwartz narration, which I don't think it was Ben Schwartz's fault after watching a second episode. I think it was more the dialogue they gave him to read that was mm-hmm. cringy as hell. Like just really cringy dialogue with bad puns and bad um, mm-hmm. uh, over-the-top kind of reading like a, a barker at a uh, carnival or mm. something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, there's good things and bad things about it, but for me, I think it's probably like a 5.5. Yeah. Have you ever seen a single episode of Long Island Medium by any chance, Look. I'm sure I did back in the day. I remember seeing, like, a Christmas special or some kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I do remember watching it, yeah. Yeah, so you know who Teresa Cap- Caputo is. The lady with the hair? Yes. Okay. Yeah? Yes. Didn't she get arrested? Uh, sh- I think so. Yeah, I thought... Yeah. Or something happened. Somebody got arrested yeah. with that. Anyway, uh, I saw Teresa Caputo. Puto, Raising Spirits. That's a lifetime reality show, look. So, guess if it was good or not. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, she uh, she embarks on a tour uh, and she goes to uh, having like sold out shows in, for example, London. Jesus Christ, people are gullible. Yeah, uh, it's, she's just a, what do you call it, um, cold reading? She does cold reading. Oh, she's very good yeah. at it. Yeah, no, she's super good at cold reading. She can't talk to spirits, people. It's uh, it's not true. She just has a but, rat uh, hidden in her hair, like a rat tattooey situation, <laughs> and it's got a little tiny computer or cell phone that's and it's looking up things and then writing it on the top uh, of her head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was it was super interesting. I uh, I I I didn't think uh, it would be any good at all. But I I at least liked some aspects of it. I will say this that it uh, you should not watch it if you you have um, you're sane at all because you will go insane and think holy fuck why is she so fucking famous. But I'm going to give it a three. Apparently that was just a rumor that she got arrested. Uh, oh, okay. A, she did a show called like a, a a show called Long Island Medium returning to jail. And that mm. apparently confused people and they thought, uh, I don't know. There, it was a rumor. Mm. I remember that rumor though, for sure. Mm. I don't know if you do. No. Um, Love and Translation. I watched the two episodes that are out of that. What's it on? TLC. Mm-hmm. TLC. TLC, yeah. Yeah, really good, isn't it? It's fine. I mean, there's certain parts of it that, uh, last week you, you said like the women couldn't understand each other, but they clearly have the ability yeah. to talk to each other. They no, have a f- I I said I I walked it back and I said Oh. I yeah yeah. Like I thought that Some they, of them they were I think that would even be more interesting if the women still yes. couldn't talk to each other. Like they would be able to have the f- So what happens in in the show is they have three men what was it 12 women, 10 women? Mm-hmm. I think it was 12 women. Uh 12. Yeah. Like Fro said last week, none of them speak English, and the men, the three men are American. They kind of fetishize American men in the show, by the way. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. kind of in the way that Americans fetishize, f- like, the French, or, or you know mm. what I mean? Or, like, people in... Yeah. Um, or Italians. Um, yeah, the, the, the three... The, th- the women all have, like, phones that have instant translation, so they can all talk mm-hmm. to each other... Uh, and they can understand what the host is saying in English and what the what the men are saying in English. I can they understand that or not? That's the part I'm confused by. Yeah, so I don't think I they think can. You, so they're no, allowed they to can't. use the phones when the, just the women are talking to yes. each other. Yes, but they're not allowed to use it when they're talking to the men. But earlier in the first episode, they did say that the women can't understand each other, but this, they are yes. talking to each other. So the whole, that whole rule is very confusing, but, yeah. um, the show itself is kind of mean to some of these women that let that oh, challenge so with the mean. Japanese Jesus woman Christ. who had yeah. to stare into their eyes and the guy, yes. why did the guy not like, she looks away. You should also look away for a second in like, <sighs> so it's not awkward. He's just neck out, Eyeballs big, just continuing yep. to stare at her as she's being awkward, yep. and it's like, 
Yeah. Oh my god. The, did they tell him you cannot look away? Just keep staring no matter I what she no does. Clue. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. so weird and creepy. Oh god, that it was so creepy. Uh and then they almost let a woman die by drowning also in mm-hmm. this show. So, yeah. Yeah, it's super nice to the women there. Because she can't speak English and he can't understand her and she's saying I can't swim I can't swim and he's like yep. come on dive into the pool come on let's go mm-hmm. and she's like yep. I can't swim and then she gets out there and he's like hey can you not swim and she's like literally about to drown oh, so 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 I I was like oh no please 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 <laughs> I, there had to have been like a lifeguard there for sure but yes. like just yeah. for the fact that the there's a cameraman sitting there filming her almost drowning. That's, I know. Yeah. And that is so... Uh, there's something cringy about that, for sure. The show's yeah. super entertaining, but clearly it's... So entertaining. Clearly yeah. a terrible, like, bad, cheesy reality show. So, what? I'd oh, give yeah. it a, a... A six, I guess. Mm-hmm. I saw a show that you have never heard of. It's called Sorrow. I don't know if you have heard about this. Zorro, yeah. Yeah, it's on Prime. Yeah, you watched it last week. Um, it's fine. It's Zorro. It's, it's, yeah, it's... it's uh, There's absolutely nothing new about it. Uh, I like the actors. Uh, I saw it in Spanish. Uh, did you see it dubbed, by the way? Uh, I saw it with the subtitles, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I really liked uh, the Spanish in it. Uh, nice uh, costume design. Uh, the villain was very villainous. Uh, the girls were hot. So I'm going to give it a 5.5. It's totally okay. Yeah, like I, I said, the sword fight scenes are the best part to me. Yeah. And then, um, did you... Like, did you feel like it looked like a Lifetime movie, the way it was filmed? Very much so, yeah. yeah okay. Very, very Lifetime. Uh, let's talk about In the Know. Did you get to... I know I recommended this to mm-hmm. you. I don't know if you saw it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop motion animation about NPR. Um, <laughs> and about specifically one NPR host and the, his crew who do one show called, called In the Know. He's... Uh, it's animated, but then he interviews real celebrities, kind of like coast-to-coast, mm-hmm. uh, uh, coast, uh, Space Ghost coast-to-coast back in the day, where it was animated, but the real celebrities are being interviewed by this animated character, which clearly they just did an interview and then cut in whatever questions they wanted to actually, you know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. I think the worst part of it is the celebrity interviews. I don't know what you think. I agree. I think that is actually the least interesting part of it as well. Uh, but you really see that it's by both Zach Woods and, and uh, Mike Judge. It's very Mike Judge and Zach Woods thing. Uh, and uh, it's, it's like the if you have ever seen an episode of Robot Chicken, that is more or less the clamation style of of the a little bit yeah i mean the um it's a little more uh polished than robot chicken definitely um and the characters are really well filled out as far as like character development like we have the Mm -hmm. super hardcore feminist npr lady and then the (laughs) weird creepy npr guy (laughs) and Mm -hmm. the very self-centered kind of smell my own farts main character Mm -hmm. 
So mm-hmm. all the characters are so well fleshed out, and they're so interesting the way they bounce off of each other. Um, yeah, I really. I, this is a. I was actually not expecting to like this, but really enjoyed it. So I'd give this a mm-hmm. an eight, actually. Oh, okay. I'm I'm a little down uh, by you, but not much. I gave it a seven. I agree. It's really good. I feel like you could, like I said, you could cut out the cele- most of the celebrity interview parts and have like a really tight, yeah. really um, fun show. Uh, those just, I think, add maybe uh, to the description where people can look at the description and go, oh, th- Jack Black's in this. I want to see it because of that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more for uh, uh, search results to have those in there than anything else. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else did I watch? Uh, Love is Blind Sweden, eh, I'm not going to talk about that super, uh, it was okay, uh, I'm going to give it a four, but, uh, let's talk about Gris, Griselda, Griselda, mm-hmm. is that how you say it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it is with uh, Sofia Vergara uh, from uh, not family, guys. I don't know. Modern family. To... Modern family. <laughs> Thank you. She's been in a few so... things since then, but that's like what she's known for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is about the lady that uh, escapes uh, a guy that uh, is uh, not very nice, uh, takes a kilo. Uh, of cocaine with her uh, over the border and more or less tries to become the drug dealer of uh, her generation there in Miami. Really, really good acting. Really, really good uh, filming. Really, really good set design. Very, very interesting story. Mm -hmm. I have not many non-nice things to say about this other than uh, one big problem. It was very girl bossy. Uh, Other than that, I very much liked it. Yeah, it was girl boss Scarface is what the show was. Um, Yeah. Which, that's fine, I guess. Because it's it's a real story, like that's actually what happened, so... Yeah. Um, Scarface is not a real story, obviously. No. So this it has a, you know, it's it, it's a good show. I think the like you said, everything's really tight about it as far as like mm-hmm. production. Everything's super well done. I don't know how well they followed the actual story and how mm-hmm. you know uh, those things coincide because I never really read into this woman. But that also makes it interesting that to see kind of like. Uh, the other side of um, the Miami, Miami, like I've seen a lot of documentaries about the cocaine days of like uh, running drugs from Colombia and all that stuff. You've seen tons of movies and mm. depictions of that. This is seeing it from kind of like this female perspective, I guess. But at the same mm-hmm. time, knowing so much about that whole era. The CIA was somehow involved in this, and they never <laughs> mentioned that. So, yeah, yeah, like I don't know how. I even tried to look it up, but they they were somehow. Somebody at some mm. point was a CIA agent. Yeah. No, I liked it. I am actually going to give it a nine. I I liked it that much. I really, really didn't think uh, I would like it, and I definitely didn't think I would like Sofia Vergara in this. So. 
because for me she's a somewhat uh, bad comedy actress and right. Uh, she really like showed off her acting skills in this. So this yeah, was definitely I, a departure from her usual stuff. Yeah, I'd give it yeah. a. Um, yeah, I think an. I think an eight is pretty good. Uh, eight point mm. five, I guess. Yeah, eight point five. Okay. Your turn. Uh, the last thing I saw was Expats. Um, mm-hmm. On Prime. On Prime. Yes. Same here. Yeah. It is a boring show. Um, <laughs> what did I tell you? I told you <laughs> you were not going to like it. It's really well shot. It's got some super beautiful yeah. um, cinematography. <laughs> mm. But what they... This is what happens with certain cer- certain times this can happen. You have this mm. beautiful shot, and you're like, God, it looks so good. We should stick on that shot. And so mm-hmm. they extend this, and but then they have a bunch of beautiful shots, and they extend every <laughs> single one of them to the point where every shot is like thirty seconds, forty seconds long. Because mm-hmm. oh, look how nice it looks! But mm-hmm. then the the story is just dragged out, just dragged out. <laughs> and that seems like what happened in this show to me. It's like oh, it looks so nice, but we forgot to like really move the story along continuously. I like the <laughs> aspect of you kind of are just thrown into the story. Um, and kind of learn what's happening over time instead of it being like mm-hmm. you, they show you uh, what happened to this woman's son and then uh, you you go in reverse or whatever. They kind of like start out with you not knowing anything about the situation and slowly learning. That's somewhat interesting, but also adds to the drawn-out nature of the show mm-hmm. also. Um, what did you think about the two timelines? Before and after. Uh, the be- before and after? What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the drama is between like two time timelines. Uh, uh, what hunts her and doesn't hunt her. Right. Okay. I mean. Yeah. The the whole aspect of it, um, you don't know. What's ha- that? This is I can't. We're gonna spoil stuff if we go too far into that. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah, but, this but, is a but, show that's hard to like? even talk about without yes. spoiling, uh, because of the like way it, the nature. It. Uh, it was yeah. it was fine, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, I don't think it was really. Um. What's what's a word for it? I don't think it was really central to the to the the movement of the story necessarily. I understand what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's very, it's very like Nicole Kidman being a very privileged woman haunted by a secret show. That is more or less what I told my dad it was. Uh, I really, really like this. I I knew that you were not going to like it, so I I told you don't watch it. You're going to be super bored. Um, I I I think I think there's something about the camera in this that I I totally agree. It's way 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 too slow. Like I I totally agree with that. But I think the acting in this is so fucking good that uh, I sometimes forget that it's boring. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's certain things that you just don't need in there, like. They show her walk into her apartment uh, when she comes back and the husband isn't there. The not mm. Nicole Kidman, the other friend. 
She comes yes. back and she they literally show her walk through the kitchen, go to yeah. the dining room and then walk back into the dining room, then go yeah. the other way and then walk back into the dining room and yeah, then yeah. it's like you don't need you can cut. You can cut and show yeah. her going into each individual room and not have that just sitting there shot of her walking around just looking, not saying anything, no expression. It's like this is not necessary. Yeah. Um but I very like the the the, the hunting aspect of it uh because it's it's kind of about like uh regret that is more or less what i would say this show is about sure and it's it's a story that is told in a hauntingly slow way i totally totally understand that and some people will find that so boring that i can't try it with it i i i liked it I'm not going to say it's the best show of this year at the end of the show of the year because I'm only going to give it a seven, but uh, it's a high seven for me. Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it a, a six. It, it's yeah. nice looking. Um, it, it just there needs to be. Well, the the other thing I don't like about it is like okay, rich people problems. I know. Yeah, yeah. There's oh, that. Totally, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. Uh, okay. The Trust, yeah. Game of Greed, episode two, correct? No, three. Three. And, yes. and that changes everything. A contestant seeks to make amends and is given the opportunity to clean, clear the air. A solid alliance wavers as the players threaten to vote somebody out. Yeah. Oh, as a Holy player, fuck, right. This the... was a most in, uh, more, more interesting episode than last week. <laughs> they didn't... Like, last week they had this whole storyline going of, like, the women hate this guy and they want to go against him. Yeah. Um, and that whole thing was resolved in the first, what, 20 minutes of this episode? Yes, yes. Uh, which these are hour-long episodes. So that was, like... And then everything... I I don't know if they edited around a bunch of stuff, but it just seemed like that resolution happened way too quickly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. it's because it's a game and, like... We got to move on to the next thing because if we yeah. don't, like, we're gonna be left in the because it's a game, right? I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with. I it? mean, the conversation around him being like, "Oh, you're my African queen" and things like that. That was so fucking atrociously bad to watch. I cringed so hard. But but uh, I mean, he said he said uh, I apologize for saying. I just wish yeah. at some point they would have shown us that a clip of that happening right and yeah. so we had context but i guess it always just happened off camera somehow so yeah yeah but uh you know uh i think the storyline that is most interesting in this episode is definitely the old lady and how much fucking drama see she kind of right so uh, the resolution that happened in the first 20 minutes of yeah. her um of of her and What's his name? The military guy. Yes. Um. They they had a resolution, and the, all this drama had been uh put in the air by her. So then, when yeah. she made got resolved it with him, she told her kind of four uh, group group yeah. core group. Yeah. Um, we are okay now. Yeah, but then got the whole women's alliance together and said, "Okay, it's all good with." Yeah, with him, we, we and you shouldn't vote him. Yeah, and the old lady's like, okay, but I, she still had a problem with the curly-haired lady for siding with him during. 
but during we the initial didn't know conflict. that it was her right. uh, before, uh, before the voting. So we were 100% sure that she was going to vote for him, Jack, or whatever he's Well, name. she said to them, she's like, uh, don't tell him that I'm going to yes. vote for somebody. So it's like, why would she yeah. say that? I don't, I, yeah, that was a little strange, the way they deceptively edited it to make you feel yeah, like yeah. that. Um, exactly. But that's part of reality TV, I guess. It, it, it The old lady, she is going to vote some way, and so the mm. other woman votes, uh, who is kind of crushing on the military guy, mm-hmm. she votes to for someone somebody else. else, but they ended up both yeah. voting for the curly-haired woman, so she ends up going home. And I was so surprised, because both me and you were like, oh, they talk to each other. But I actually just voted for the same lady for for some reason. I think it was because of that, her siding against the Women's Alliance in that group meeting. That was like yeah. the, the big thing where if she needed to, the girlfriend, I mean, if she needed to be like, oh, mm. this is why I voted her, she had a reason. Uh, yeah. So it makes sense to me. And the other woman was just mad at her because she went against the Women's Alliance. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then in the end, we had a cliffhanger of the decision room where the military guy and the, what we think is the, the, oh, the millionaire bisexual guy, I think we Mm -hmm. determined, he's, they have to decide whether to give $10,000 and vote somebody out, uh, or they can vote, or everybody who doesn't vote uh, can put what I think they said two thousand dollars in the pot. Two thousand in, in the pot, yeah. So they'd get more money into the pot if they Both. choose that, but uh, yeah. that's riskier because they don't know who's going to vote and who's not going to vote. Right. Right, and uh, both the people in the uh, in the in the vault uh, wanted to uh, uh, vote for the old lady. So I, well, I think, think that I think at the end, yeah. it, they they said they both think that's a good idea. But I think he yeah. said the military guy wants to vote the lady out, and the other one doesn't. But that's kind of the yeah. cliffhanger. But I think you're right. Yeah. I think they're both going to end up yeah. voting the old lady out. Um, yeah, it will be super interesting to see what happens next week. I think it's just mostly it doesn't have anything to do with like. Like, it's anonymous on on their port, number one. Right. But also, yeah. she's just a loose cannon, and nobody knows what she's going to do next. So. She's so trigger-happy as well. Yeah. Like, she, she... Yeah, they need her out. And in that last group meeting, everybody... Or somebody asked... It was the one woman. She asked, is anybody going to mm. vote? And the old lady said, I'm not going to tell you. And she was the yeah. only one to say, I'm not going to tell you, which automatically put a target on her back already, so... Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you get rich, uh, Luke? Uh, I think it's money. You need money to be rich. So, uh, mm. do a Ryan Trahan video where you get a penny and then you sell that or <clears throat> trade that for a dime or whatever he does in those things. <laughs> but what, what if I want to read books about uh, getting rich? Where should I go? You should go to Audible. Uh, and if you want a trial of Audible, go to audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. You get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. You could pick any audiobook you want off of there with your free credit. Keep the audiobook even if you cancel. 
Yes, it is the start of Eurovision season. Finally, I'm very happy about that. Yes. All right. Yeah. Eurovision time. Three Eurovision songs. Very different Eurovision songs, I will say. Uh, let's do France first. Uh, it is Slimon uh, with Mon Amour. What did you think about Slimon with, with Mon Amour? It was very... The most impressive performance uh, as far as like oh, the definitely. lighting and like he's in front of yeah. the arch uh, happening uh, in... what This is downtown... Uh, it's in the middle of a major city in France, I know that. Um, Paris. Right. And he, yeah, he's got uh, he's got a good voice. It's a very kind of ballad esque mm-hmm. performance. Um, sing, you know, single singer just doing mm-hmm. a, a ballad. So nothing super exciting happening. A lot of the fanfare for this to me is the you know the the background and the grandeur of that whole thing, which is not going to mm-hmm. be available when you're inside a building. Yeah. Uh, so as far as that goes. Uh, it's a little hard to tell performance-wise uh, what it's going to be like, but I thought his voice his was okay. His voice but... is really good, though. I, I think one of the things that amazed me is how good he sings live. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Yeah. Um, it, But I do think the song is a little generic. Yeah, I, I agree. But that's not unusual for a Eurovision no. song, necessarily, to, be, to you know, cast a wide net. Um. I don't think it has a snowball's chance in hell to winning, but but I I think it will be probably in the top twenty somewhere. I would guess it's definitely a safe safe song to put in uh, Very that much. some people are really going to like and some people are going to be yeah. like, eh, it's fine. And I think I'm yeah. more in the eh, it's fine category, yeah. um, where it's it's not definitely not bad, but it's no. more like no. a it's more like a four point five to me. Yeah, and for me it's a uh, five point five. Uh, yeah, I yeah, say. I can see that. Yeah, uh, let's talk about Romania. Uh, they will not uh, participate in Eurovision. Why is that? Um, in December, the the EBU announced participation of thirty seven countries. Romania was not on on the list, but the EBU emphasized talks were continuing with TVR on their potential participation. But the board of directors at Televisio Viziu Romania held a meeting to discuss and approve the broadcaster's budget for 2024. The budget was rejected and therefore Romania will not participate in the song contest. Mm. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, Romania is one of the cooler countries with a very, very fun history in Eurovision. Mm-hmm. They, they always send something like Cuckoo and Wedge, so that's kind of sad. But uh, I understand it's... Uh, economic side of this uh, and that's kind of uh, hard hey look why don't you introduce the song <laughs> and the lady of the next song what is her name which one are we doing next uh, albania albania uh bessa yes that's her name what is her, her name's name? bessa bessa okay okay Kodahima. Called what? Kodahima. What? Z- Zamarnador. 
what is the most fun thing about this uh, song is that she falls on stage almost. And because just... her dress is too long. And why the fuck is she the uh, uh, Liberty statue? <laughs> That she does look like a golden statue of liberty, uh, definitely. <laughs> and she just, especially with the microphone, if that microphone was exactly. just looks a fl- had a flame on the end of it, exactly. Yeah, I so wish she did. But she definitely, uh, yeah, she loses it and stops singing, and you can hear the backup track that they're using very clearly continue. Yeah. Um, and so that was yeah, pretty embarrassing. She, she in her dress. She... <laughs> She stops completely and just puts her hand on her yeah. face like, oh my god, is this happening to me? Yeah. Um, which was, you know, sad for her, but kind of entertaining for us, I suppose. They, exactly. They were smart enough to cut away to the backup singers right as it mm-hmm. happened. So that, you know, production-wise, I commend them. Uh, this was another ballad, very generic ballad. Um, but this is bad. This is so bad. It's so generic. It's like... Okay, she has amazing boobs, but fuck, I'm not here for that. Well, there was the one part where she kind of goes into like a hip hop kind of part rap. of it, like yeah, rap. That didn't kinda, the song either. Kind of R and B rap. Yeah, it, it yeah. came out of nowhere and felt kind of forced a little bit, like just yeah. kind of jammed in there to be, you know, mo- more modern and just add yeah. a little flair. Which I guess I appreciate that that they actually tried to do something different. It sure. just didn't really work. Um, I will tell you this. We were not going to see this song in the final. I There's doubt absolutely it. absolutely yeah. no chance anyhow. I mean, then people have to send a lot of shit. <laughs> well, I also think, like, everything with the production was not very impressive either. Like, the dress, yes. the yeah. lighting, the background of the stage, everything was not really... There was nothing really exciting about that, and the like you said, the the singing itself was just uh you know pretty generic. So she's she's okay. I mean, like she sings better than me, but but it's like right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it's not it's not anything memorable. I will never remember this song. Oh no, it's it's not like I go and like him to this song. N- never ever. We're so early so on, I, though, so who knows how... There could be so many other bad songs. Maybe she will get in. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to give it a 2. Uh, I would say, yeah, a 2.5, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 2. Okay. Uh, Swedish artists uh, call for an Israel ban at Eurovision. We talked about this in the intro. A lot of people are now getting into this idea of banning Israel. More than a thousand music artists from Eurovision's host country, and so that's kind of important that it's where they're having it, signed an open letter calling for Israel to be excluded from this year's edition of the Song Contest Mm -hmm. uh, over its brutal warfare in Gaza. Um, Published in the Swedish newspaper Aftonbladet, the open letter letter says, says that by allowing Israel to participate, the EBU is exhibiting... A remarkable du- double standard that undermines the organization's yeah. credibility. Yeah, and we talked about that uh, last week because they they uh, uh, took Russia away. Right. Uh, why wouldn't they do the same thing with Israel? And this we st- talked about it a, a, maybe three a month ago, maybe. Uh, 
after when we talked about the similar petition signed by 1400 artists from Finland and yeah. Iceland. So yeah. this is following that and we'd also talked about the uh protests that had happened in Norway at the same time. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely spreading at least in you know the Nordic countries. The Nordic countries, yeah. Right. And and since I mean if Norway had said said that they would boycott Eurovision I think I think that would be a step in the right direction, to be honest. So, so your signatures include yes. international successful artists and singers such as Robin and Fever Ray. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Robin, yeah. never Fever Ray. Um, folk duo mm-hmm. First Aid Kit and former Swedish Eurovision contestants, including Eric Sade and Melena mm-hmm. Ern- Ernman. I think those mm-hmm. are like the biggest ones, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I we will see. I I have a sneaking suspicion that we will not see uh, Israel in Eurovision. Wait a second. Uh, Mala er- Ernman is Greta Thornburg's mom. Yeah. Oh, that is pretty. Oh, wet. we didn't know that. I, oh. pff, I didn't know who Greta Thornburg's mom was. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, let's talk about the last country. What country is that, Luke? Uh, yeah. Well, uh. Is this Chechnya? But it's called Chechnya now. Yeah, Chechnya, Chechnya. That's very hard for me to say. Yeah, and I don't know is... how to say that because there's a Z yeah. in there, and I don't know how to pronounce yeah. that. Chechnya. Yeah. Uh, but this is I go with pedestal. This is a banger of a song. I wish you could hear the studio version because holy fuck, this live version is bad. I thought the live version was good. I mean, it sounds uh, a little garage band, but I like that yeah. about it. I think that I, adds to, like, the, uh, f- you know, gen- de- making it feel genuine and make it feel like, I don't know, I like the garage band feel of it. Maybe that's just me. Okay. okay. It feels like they're in some kind of, like, grungy uh, bar also. Yes. Like, just even the crowd, when they do the crowd shots where they are, it feels like that. Exactly. But uh, yeah, no, it's very love, uh, low budget music video. But holy fuck, I love this song. It is so good. It's, it's a such rock, a banger. definitely a rock kind of punk rock almost um, yes. song, which is totally it. Definitely the odd one out this week for sure. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was definitely the best. This, oh, definitely of the three. Yeah. yeah. I think this will do tremendously good in Eurovision. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. Do you think that it being in such a... This country specifically will do anything to go against it? Or people are just going to recommend... No, you know, I, th- I, th- I just think that will help it to be a, a 110% honest with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, uh, they have, uh, the last, like, five years, I can remember, sent very, like, boring ballads. Oh, all right. And, uh, and I don't think they have qualified this will qualify oh this will i will be super surprised if this is not in the final yeah i give it a seven eight i give it 7.5 yeah Yeah. okay 7.5 i'll agree with you yeah really dig it yeah next week we will definitely talk about norway because the uh, norwegian eurovision uh, song contest final is actually this uh weekend so okay 
We will find out if Fro is uh, right for the fifth time in the row, and if Norway will send a robot and a little girl. Any ideas on the other songs for next week? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Move around. That's very, that's honest. I don't know. Luxembourg. Luxembourg has. Uh, I haven't heard their song, but their song is out. I, I saw that. Okay. Cool. Uh, probably Luxembourg. Um movie round i watched mm-hmm. maestro this week which fro yeah. told me was bad it wasn't it is it wasn't terrible i didn't think I, i've heard it's you boring. weren't the only person that told me it was boring which it is very long and drawn out i i think it was well shot though and i really like yeah. the color change like the film yeah. camera changes they they use different cameras for different um decades so the first sure. decade is all in black and white, where he's uh, just becoming famous, or he's become famous, but is slow- starting to fall off. This is a kind of a biography pick of uh, Leonard Bernstein, I should say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the 70s, they have that 70s kind of camera quality color, and it. I just I like that as like a film nerd more than anything else, mm-hmm. right? This is definitely a film nerd movie. It's not like... Oh, definitely for anybody else, which that's why it's Oscar bait, right? For sure. Oh, very, very Oscar bait. But I also like the story that's told because it's like, they're telling the story of a, without saying it, is that he's, you know, he's autistic and uh, bisexual and um, super talented, but can't, Mm -hmm. and, and is well connected to this whole world but can never really connect with those people because he doesn't understand the social cues and the and all mm-hmm. that um even though he's like super duper insanely talented just can't get past that barrier um mm-hmm. be- because it was a different time obviously people didn't understand any of that stuff at the time exactly yeah and that's the story that's really being told more than like mm. a um biography pick like uh the Jimmy or the uh Bob Marley uh, movie that's coming out, which is just going to be a, you know, the story, it'll start out with him as a kid, and he grows up to be famous, and then at some point he has a hardship, and then, and then dies in the end. This one was, didn't even show his childhood at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was so refreshing to me as well, so I think <laughs> I liked this a lot more than you did. I, I gave it a, a, a nine. Whoo! Yeah, you liked it much more than I did. Yeah, I just, uh, I really... I think I gave it a 7 when I watched it. I would, Maybe it had helped that you told me that you didn't like it that much, and so I went in with a pretty low expectations, <laughs> but I really... Expectations, yeah. I think they fleshed out the characters really well. It was long and drawn out, but I didn't feel, like, um, trapped at any point, so... Okay. Yeah. Cool. I saw a movie that uh, Trivial Theater told us was shite. Okay. Uh, I was, watched uh, a Wish this week from Disney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The uh, AI made movie that everybody says is made it by AI. It's probably is because holy fuck that it was a shite movie. But but I think one of my biggest uh, surprises about this movie is I don't really understand who it's for. So. I think uh, so. This is was made 
for the 100 year universe uh, anniversary of Disney. So it has a lot of references to other movies, right? Okay. It's it's Disney the reference movie, more or less. It's fan service for Di- yes, Disney very adults. Much. Okay. Yes. But it's also trying to like get kids interested in this. So it gets bad as well because uh, all the references old people will get, but the story is uh, catered to children. So, and the mismatch between those two things just don't go together. It it just doesn't fit into anything. Uh, and the animation is weirdly bad as well. I think one of my biggest surprises was like uh, how much I think it looked like the Pocahontas an- animation. Okay. One of my least like. Uh, f- uh, Is it like a throwback uh, thing where they're trying to do like a throw? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Right. But but uh, yeah no I I I I I. I understand what they were trying to do and Ariana DeBose uh, is the main voice character and she's pretty good in in this okay but there are so many fucking wrong things with this I will give it a four um but uh yeah it's a very weak four it's almost three and a half I looked up uh AI Disney's wish and I I found it Reddit and it says, did AI write Disney's Wish? And one of the only answers is, I'm pretty sure AI could write a better movie than this. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Uh, I only saw one other thing that we saw together, unless you saw something yeah. else. Well, I did see one other thing, mm-hmm. Luke. I saw The Beekeeper. Oh, fun. Was it good? Yes. Yes. I liked it very, very much. Good. I mean, it's going to be cheesy Jason Statham oh, like every other movie he's done, but... It is a cheesy... Uh, I called it uh, John Wick 16. <laughs> the other day, I was talking about, to my dad about it, and okay. I said, yeah, it's more or less John Wick 16, if you right. think. With Jason Statham, yeah. <laughs> With Jason Statham in it, instead of, uh, yeah, whatever his guy is. But... but I really liked it. It's it's uh, it's the uh, same director that wrote the screenplay for Training Day, and Training Day is very much like one of my favorite uh, movies that nobody has seen. And it's also from the uh, director of Fury and Suicide Squad and things like that. And it's like it's very action packed and. What I liked about it is how unapologizingly un, un, un action-focused it is. Right. That it, like, says, here, here you have action for uh, one hour and for five minutes, and you don't really have to know about the story. I think the f- story is fine, uh, but... Uh, one of my biggest surprises was that Jamie Irons was in this. Uh, so that was fun. Um, I will give it a 7.5 say, and recommend it to you. I think you will like it. 
okay. I'm definitely going to watch it, so uh, yeah. it's on my list of things to see once once I get around to it. Uh, Badland Hunters we watched together on Netflix. Mm-hmm. This is a Korean movie. All about the... <laughs> yeah, the two last minutes because I had to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, I totally forgot yeah. that that happened. Uh, yeah, which you didn't miss much. It was like... No. The thing you missed was like, uh, oh, we all, we all are happy now, and the camera yeah. pans out and yeah, shows the city, was... and th- yeah, <laughs> yes. um, yeah. This was a movie about uh, a future where there's a massive like worldwide earthquake and destruction mm-hmm. of like all major cities and everything. Um, mm-hmm. You see that that, and then it jumps forward a number of years to them all living in kind of. I guess you would describe it kind of like a Walking Dead situation without yeah. zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought one of the things that I was most surprised about was how good the special effects were in this. Yeah, they were all really well done. I mean, the at no point were you thrown out of it because it looked silly huh? or anything like that. I think they used it, used the special effects in places uh, that weren't super over the top also it like kind of yeah. keep, kept it subdued and this story is super interesting uh to be 110 percent honest the, the idea of like getting alexa from like children to use to 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 make superhumans all, all that science fiction nonsense was interesting and it was very, very, very cool. Uh, and act- it had a lot of action scenes. There's a lot of fight yeah. fight choreography as far as uh, between the main character. And th- there's like a side character who's like a... What is she? A, she used to be in the army, but now she's mm-hmm. going against the army because the army's yeah. gone evil, gone rogue, I yeah. guess. Uh, but there's also like gangs, factions of gangs that are running mm-hmm. this kind of desolate wasteland that they all live in. Mm-hmm. Kind of Mad Max mixed with Walking Dead, mixed with yeah. a few other things we've seen. That one yeah. season of the 100, uh, I think yeah. it was season three, <laughs> three, yeah. where they go to the mountain. Yeah. That that just yeah. that season of the of that of the 100, not any other season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it was, was it was really it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I there like was some it. cheesy stuff about it. It's you know not amazing. It's not going to oh. win any awards, but it's a seven point no. five. It is definitely a seven point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Next week we're gonna do news of the week. Tron tells the truth. TV of the week. We'll do Eurovision. A few songs from there, and then the Trust episode mm-hmm. four review. Uh, it should be good. Uh, this show, like, it's hard to tell because each episode has been different in quality. So different. So yeah. This could go down in quality again. We're just gonna have to see what happens. It. It's so weird because, like, the first episode was so boring. The second one was like uh, 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 confusing uh, and inferior, confusing and infuriating. And the second one was really good. Or the third one was really good. So fucking weird. So it's hard to tell what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's talk all the WWE news. Uh, yeah, if you want to hear more about this, again, check out that wrestling show. Me and Bill go through the, all, all the allegations. I will warn you, it is one of the worst things I have ever read in my entire life. And uh, I have uh, read 
the Epstein reports. Um, yeah, so uh, the founder of WWE, Vince McMahon, accused of sexual abuse and trafficking lawsuit by former employee. Um, have you read the complaint and have you seen the text message or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. Yeah, the lawsuit alleges McMahon, Laurinaitis, and WWE violated Trafficking Victims Prevention Act and includes claims of civil battery and intentional infliction of emotional distress in relation to years-long sexual and emotional abuse. Grant said she endured as an employee of the WWE. The lawsuit seeks uh, uh, seeks unspecified monetary damages as well as a declaration judgment that a non-disclosure agreement she signed is void and un- unenforceable and does not bar the plaintiff uh, from claims against uh, McMahon and WWE. Which, yeah, and uh, I, I should also say that uh, uh, Brock Lesnar is uh, also intervened with this. Uh, what I saw was that it it, it said... it The way it's worded, it could have also been Cain Velasquez. So... So the thing is, uh, yeah, a lot of people were thinking it could be both of them. Uh, but the thing is, like, uh, it came out that it's uh, the time was... period of when yes. a champion would have been, and that's yes, that's why we're it's mm-hmm. right, disputed. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, one of the reasons why uh, we are so sure as we are that it's Brock Lesnar is because it. Uh, it's uh, she was used as a bargaining chip for getting him back to WWE the last time he had, uh, and uh, in the allegations it comes out that she was like uh, used as a pawn to secure talent deals, and one of those were Brock Lesnar. Right, um, and one of the other people could have been Kane Velasquez. That's yes. Yeah. Because of the time period when that was happening. Um, exactly. exactly. So, yeah, uh, the lawsuit was filed two days after they inked a 10-year deal with Netflix, which we talked about last mm-hmm. week, which was valued at $500 million per year, a significant step up in fees for the franchise. So this is all happening at the same time. It also mm-hmm. happened after McMahon stepped down uh, two years ago amid investigations that the company's board uh, allegedly hutched uh, sent hush money payments to women who accused him of sexual misconduct. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and they had sent out NDAs. Like she said, they're looking to make sure that that's not a legal hurdle. But what I'm to understand, mm-hmm. as far as NDAs go, if there is a crime committed, that is never covered under an NDA. It, if a yeah. crime is committed, no NDA can ever absolve them of being like, you did a crime. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can testify against you because it was a crime, right? Like, mm. as long. But if a crime wasn't committed, then you can't speak on it. As far as NDA goes, so uh, yeah, there were. As far as the stuff in here, it's. It's uh, there are crimes that were committed. Yes, if the, if what they're saying is true, because it's all alleged. Well, I have seen the proof, and uh, I believe her. So there's that. Forever, for whatever that is. Let's just say the fake Trump P tape. It went way more. It was worse than that, and it was real or allegedly real. Right. Yes, exactly. 
Okay, I don't really have a lot of YouTube things. Um, there was the Hasbin Hotel porn animation that was bought for $50,000 that everybody was talking about. Because we talked about Hasbin Hotel last week, right? Okay. There was a YouTuber who ordered a animation, professionally created animation that was like a porn animation. It, he put it on YouTube, but as like a privated... Um, video and then somehow somebody people found it uh mm. and yeah that uh started they started posting it other places and being like oh look at what i found on this guy's page uh mm. yeah that was a big controversy controversy this week the guy came out and was like yeah i did that <laughs> he didn't deny it at all so yeah wow. there you go uh, Jurgen Klopp, the manager of Liverpool, has made the decision to leave Liverpool at the end of this season. Oh. Some sports news for you. Okay. Let's mm -hmm. see. Other sports news. Uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, not talking about the NFL, but actually Twitter. There was a huge thing about her. There being AI porn pics. Oh fake God. AI porn of Taylor Swift. Uh... It was a huge thing, up to the point that the White House addressed it this week. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and that actually ended up uh, causing a Streisand effect because there was it was so much coverage in the news about these porn pics on Twitter that people started creating even more of these pics. It, they, uh, causing it to proliferate even more because it was talked about more, right? Yes. I love society, do you know that? A lot of people are saying that they making such a big deal out of it. Like, AI porn exists for plenty of other celebrities. Like, this is not yeah. uh, exclusive to Taylor Swift in any way. Um, making such a big deal of, out of it just caused a bigger problem. But mm. it, it could have been dealt with quietly, I guess, in a way. Twitter ended up, uh, what, completely for 24 hours getting rid of any search results when you looked up Taylor Swift mm. at one point this week, so... Uh, the Apple Vision Pro is finally out. Uh, it uh, has gotten some very bad reviews. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the first iteration, and it's probably buggy as hell. I'm sure, uh, you know, they have ways to fix it, um, yeah. you know, upgrades and things like that. Interesting to see. How that all happens, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the people who have it are, like, the richest motherfuckers out there, so I don't feel bad for them. Right. It's like uh, Marcus Brownlee and people like that. Right. And he got that shit for free. Yeah. Uh, I am 110% sure, yes. We talked about but, uh, the Ace Family... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say that uh, The Verge had a very a good review of it. That's 30 minutes long, but it's really good. Uh, the Ace Family we talked about two weeks ago, I want to say, and how they were getting a divorce. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He lives in a he lives camper in, outside? He lives in an RV down by the river, yeah. Um, yeah. I, do you think it's real? or do you, That's the big thing that everybody's talking about. Is, there, is it real, or is it all just a big ruse to like get clicks on Snapchat? No fucking clue. I think it's fake. Answer. I think he... Okay. Like... A friend of his just bought an RV, and he's like, hey, bring that by. We'll do a bunch of Snapchat videos. I'll look really pathetic, and people... Because everybody was already talking about how, oh, he's going to go 
totally apeshit now that he's single and he's gonna, mm. you know, um, what is what is crazy shit is he gonna do? So he, I think, played into it and was like, I'm really gonna go with like the down on my luck divorce dad look and try to convince everybody that it's <laughs> you know what I mean. I think mm. I bet he's still living in this in the house and the RV is just sitting out there outside. You know, I I think it's all a, I think it's all fake. Okay. I could be wrong. We'll find out soon, yeah. though. It'll come out. It will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else to talk about. The Ben Shapiro honest. rap song. That was the last thing I had. What's a Ben Shapiro rap song? I don't know what you mean whatsoever. I have never heard it. Not at all a thousand times. There was, right wing. I don't know who this rapper is, but he says in the song a bunch of times that he's super famous. So he must be really famous when he says it in the song, right? I have, uh, n- I have heard of them before. I don't remember why. Maybe I'm just a fan of his. Uh, or not. Or not. Um, yeah, it was a bad Ben Shapiro rap that sounded like it was auto-tuned AI. as hell. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, as far as I can tell, looking at the music video, they just he did a, a rap song. Like, he did the voice over for the rap song in, like, a hoodie and stuff on a green mm-hmm. screen, uh, probably in his office. And then they took that green screen video and put it into the music video. I don't think the two of them were in the room together. Does that make sense? Uh, there are some pictures of them together in the room. Oh, guess. really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I still don't... I, I, it's AI. It's all fake, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's called uh, Facts. Uh, not many facts in it, but... That's okay. <laughs> right? And it's just a bad... It sounds like a Limp Biscuit song from, like... 2006. Oh my god, that is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, it's... I, I think a lot of these... Uh, I, A lot of these people who follow this type of politics are super stuck in, like, 1999. Yeah. They still think Kid Rock is relevant. That's what... You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, my name is Fro, and I am not the hoe. My name is Luke, and I don't have to puke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di- another, digi- another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.